Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Turk Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley, here. And today we have the privilege of speaking with the Brookwood Broncos head coach, Philip Jones. Coach Jones, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Art. Appreciate you having me. Well, thank you so much for your time, Coach Jones. Uh, right on the cusp of the 2018 season, um, uh, are you excited? Is it like Christmas for you, or, or are you kind of getting used to this? Oh, I'm always excited this time of year. This is, uh, this is, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I guess every year brings new possibilities and, um, and, and a lot of excitement. Um, and you get part of the joy of coaching, the joy in coaching, especially as I get a little further into my career is, is less the wins and losses and it's more the development, especially of the guys you get to coach and to see them, you know, go from a, a little scrawny freshman and, um, and you work with them over the years. You see them grow and develop and mature and, um, in lots of different ways. And then, um, and then when, when it gets to be their turn and to go out there and, and, uh, kind of do their thing and turn it loose and, 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 and get to play is, is a lot of fun to watch and, and to get to see them. And especially in a year like this where we got a, we got a lot of new guys who've kind of been waiting their turn and, um, and they get to go out there and have a and, and, and have a big year. So, so yeah, very excited. Well, coach, before we get into into your team, let's, we want to talk a little bit about you, uh, your coaching history. Where'd you get your first start? Uh, why did you get into coaching, and and which coaches uh, have influenced you the most? Well, I was I was raised uh, by a coach, and I was kind of born into a family of coaches. Uh, my dad. Uh, started co- he played uh, he played at Cater High School and he went on to play at uh, University of Wake Forest and then he got into coaching in 1971 and he coached for he coached for 45 years um, and uh, his brother was the same way his brother is uh, Steve Jones who was in coaching for about 35 years and is now currently the athletic director of Cobb County uh, my brother was. Head coach at Bacula, and now he's just taken over at Cherokee Bluff. Um, I've got a cousin who's the offensive coordinator at Lanier High School. Um, I've got another cousin who was in coaching for a while, is now the superintendent of schools at Glen County. So we kind of joke that we're, you know, that, that football is kind of our family, or coaching is kind of our family business, and you know, it's kind of a kind of a mafia thing, but uh, <laughs> but anyway. So I, I kind of, in some ways, I didn't really have feel like I didn't have a choice. It was just uh, it was just what I what what I kind of knew best and was raised. But I, it's a testament, really, to be honest, um, to my family at large, but but most specifically to my dad. Um, you know, I guess when you're raised by somebody, you can choose, you can learn from their example and want to follow their example and. Um, admire what they do and respect what they do and, and, and kind of want to go down that road or you can, or maybe you don't and you want to do something else. And for, um, and for my brother and I both, uh, my dad was such a good man and, um, had such great integrity, um, and was able to, you know, we, we witnessed on a day in, day out basis the kind of impact that he was able to make on the players that he was able to coach. And so, um, you know, that was something that we saw was pretty significant and we wanted to be like. And so that's, uh, that's probably the primary reason I got into coaching or my brother got into coaching. And, uh, 
and 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 obviously you know getting, getting to be around my dad every day. But but not only that, my dad was uh, you know we moved to Brookwood when I was eight years old, and so um, so not only my dad, but I was around so many other great uh, great men, really coaching legends like Dave Hunter and Mark Cruz and uh, and Ray Allen. Um, and, uh, and just so many great guys that, um, have made such a, you know, we're, we're able to, we're kind of in the, kind of in the eighties and nineties heyday of Brookwood football. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to be around and really shape, shape me and what I wanted to be around. So, so that, that, they obviously kind of, you know, having those men in your life really helps kind of, kind of point your way forward and what you wanted to be. Well, coach sounds like you have a, a, a great foundation, uh, you mentioned moving over to Brookwood. What's it like coming back to Brookwood to, to be the head coach? Well, I came back. Um, I came back right. I played college ball at the University of South Carolina um, for another Hall of Fame coach, Lou Holtz, um, and and guys like Charlie Strong and uh, Skip Holtz there and some others. Um, and so I came in, came back to Brookwood in uh, in 2002 as a young coach. And then I uh, was there for three years, kind of working as, you know, fresh out of college ball and fresh into the profession. And then um, left, as I said, I went prodigal away from Brookwood and then came back in 2013 and um, was an assistant for a couple of years and then became the head coach in 2015. And I tell people all the time that, um, man, it's just, it, it's honestly uh, the thrill of a lifetime to have this opportunity um, for the reasons I've mentioned before, just to be raised in the Brooklyn community. Um, I was raised, you know, I kind of was, was raised and, and learned to have a, a real, you know, uh, um, a, a reverence for Brookwood football, mm-hmm. what it meant um, and um, what it, um, and, and, and just so sort of, if, if you play for Brookwood and the coaches that have been around Brookwood and you're part of this community, you know what a special place it is. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm still probably more connected and close to my high school teammates than I am even my college teammates. And I think that can be said for, you know, Brookwood players for generations. And so to get the, get the, have the opportunity to lead the program is, is, uh, something I feel like I'm still pinching myself four years into this job. Um, because, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll wake up every morning just with a passion, um, and a sense of urgency to make sure the program, you know, maintains that level of excellence that, uh, that Brookwood's always been known for. So it's just, it's just been a thrill art and, um, and we're just, we just want to keep it rolling and, and to make all those former generations of Broncos proud. Coach, you, you talked about a little bit of the, the hard work and the work you're putting in, but what preparation in the summer, what does that look like for the Broncos? Well, we try to we try to strike a right balance to where we work our tails off, but we also don't want to overcook their grits in the summer <laughs> to where they're burning out halfway or two thirds of the way into the season. So we, um, for us, uh, we start, you know, we the that Memorial Day week, that first week after uh, graduation, we call it the Brookwood Dead Week, and uh, I give our, everybody we've gone through a hard month of spring ball and exams and I just a good time just to get away a little bit. So we give them that first week of the summer off. Um, and then we also give them obviously the, the mandated GHSA dead week mm-hmm. off. But um, every, every other week in the summer, we go four days a week. We go Monday through Thursday. Um, and, 
and kind of like most places we do, we do about an hour and a half worth of, worth of field work, um, you know, basically practice and we do about an hour lifting and an hour running, um, excuse me, an hour of speed, speed and agility work. And then we always finish with, uh, finish with conditioning. So that's what it looks like for us. We also, um, we, we, we participate in the Gwinnett passing league. We're not huge on a lot of these passing tournaments. Um, because in some of those things, you know, uh, even though they're good and they're very competitive and a lot of people think they're very important to their uh, program, uh, in the summer for us, we, we sometimes in, in those tournaments, you can, you can lose the forest for the trees a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, get, get to be playing those special, those special seven on seven defenses and offenses that you're not going to do in the fall. Um, we, we some more time in a passing league where you don't score and you just go up and get some good competition and, um, you know, you just get a lot of reps and, um, and it doesn't become, and you kind of do what you're going to do in the fall and you play your defense, you're going to play in the fall and you mm-hmm. get better at those assignments. And, uh, and so that's, that's sort of what summer looks like for us. Um, more or less, it's kind of the nuts and bolts of it. We do, we do a contact camp in Decula at Decula. Um, just did it last week. So we kind of finished off the summer with a little contact just to kind of gauge where we are. Um, and, uh, and, and here we are this week, you know, moving into the acclimation league, hitting it and getting it. So it's here. Coach, uh, once again, I'm talking to Coach Philip Jones, head coach of the Brookwood Broncos. Coach, uh, your team uh, had, I don't know when you call it a, a rough, a rocky start last season, drop your first two games, uh, b- both of those by, by one, uh, one score. Then you proceed to reel off 11 games all the way into the semifinals um, before uh, falling to uh, Colquitt County. Uh, coach, after that success, what, Coming into 2018, what is one of the big, biggest challenges that you and your staff face uh, this season? Well, we um, well we obviously want to maintain that level of excellence, and that's always a challenge, no matter what group. Uh, it's just a different group. This is um, this is it's, it's you know we we obviously have a challenge of graduating 20 starters. Uh, last year, Art we. Uh, off of last year's CMR, we sent 21 kids to play college football. That's amazing. Um, Congratulations. Out of, out of our 28. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. We, um, so 21 of our 28 seniors went to play college football somewhere. Um, a small handful of preferred walk-ons, but probably, uh, probably 17 or 18 of those 21 were, uh, were scholarship kids. And we're, we're real proud of that. Um, so the challenge is in replacing them, uh, and replacing those guys because most of those guys, um, I was in my third year as a head coach last year, and most of those guys had been starters for two and three years. Mm-hmm. And so they were, they were, uh, you know, they had been in the program. They understood our expectations. They had, they had seen a lot of varsity action. Um, and so a little bit different this year. Um, but where I, what I've told a lot of people this offseason is that we don't have a, this upcoming year, we don't have a deficit of, of talent, we, we just primarily have a deficit of experience. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we, we feel real good about this group. We've got, uh, we got 38 seniors back off of a, you know, and we, we kind of feel like we got the Brookwood program where, you know, in terms of being a program and, um, you know, doing, hopefully we'll be, you'll, we'll look back at the end of the year and, and say that we reloaded more than we re- had to rebuild. Um, and so, uh, we're excited about this group we got. They've just got to get out there, you know, for 
and for, for most of them, which is their first significant varsity action. And, you know, just get used to the, to the bullets flying and, uh, you know, the, and everything kind of happening at a faster rate and they've got to make mistakes and they got to fail forward and learn from them and, and uh, get better because of it. And hopefully by the time we get into region play, which is game, um, game five, then we'll really be hitting our stride at that point. I hope. Coach, um, and you mentioned Game Five. I'm looking at your schedule. That that's the beginning of region play. So completely understand why you want to be uh, hitting your stride. Then, who who are some of those uh, the the players either that are returning or or ones that you expect to have some kind of impact on both your offense and your defense? Right. Well, um, there's a lot of guys we're very excited about and. Going into the year, that's one of the other things kind of like I alluded to at the, at the front end is that it's hard sometimes to know who's going to really step up. And uh, But the guys that we expect, we're um, our, our only two every-down starters that we're returning is corner a senior cornerback, Michael Killebrew, and uh, junior center, Aiden Perkins. Um, and so those guys started every game for us last year and, and did a fantastic job. Um you know, um, it, it'd be hard to go through on offense. Uh, Michael Bell is a returning. Uh, he didn't he didn't start every game, but he started a handful of games. He got a lot of significant playing time at one of our guards. Um, we had uh, um, our two. We we're going to have uh, kind of co-starters at tailback. Um, Chris Senior Chris Carter and Junior Eli Cole, and both of them played a lot last year. We had a even though we had a, uh, a running back, Dante Black, set a Brooklyn record for 36 touchdowns last year. He went on to the University of uh, Connecticut. These two guys played a pretty significant amount as well, and they're, we're really excited about what they bring. Um, both of them are extremely explosive. Um, tight end Ennio Zambino played a lot for us last year, um, and we're excited as a senior, and uh, uh, we, we think he's, a, he's an extremely good player, and he may help us a little bit on defense as well. Um, and uh, at linebacker, and so um, very excited about our offensive line. Um, we, uh, I mentioned Aiden, I mentioned Mike Bell. We've got three new guys in there, but um, you know, Brookwood's always been known. I was an offensive lineman at Brookwood in 1996, and Brookwood's always had just a great tradition of offensive line play, and uh, and we, we feel good about our chance to, to uphold that this year um, on defense. Uh, on the defensive line, Nick Perez played a lot of football for us last year. He's going to play nose and in. Um, linebacker Anthony Gorney uh, played a lot for us last year. He's going to be one of our inside backers and is one of our leaders and um, plays inside. Um, we're also really excited about our other inside linebacker, Tony Ward. He had a fantastic spring. He's just going to be a junior. But we really expect him to to step up and have a fantastic year for us. Um Outside backer Ethan Corsi will play our bandit or our boundary outside backer. Um, one of our safeties, Denario Stewart, um, is primed for a big year. Um, he actually uh, came to us from Mountain View last year where he was a starter at, at corner. Um, Zion Pullins at one safety. The other corner will be Sterling Ross. Um, I neglected to mention one of our, uh, our, our slot receiver, Mikel Fuller, is extremely explosive as well. So we, we just feel really good about uh, a lot of spots all over the board. But like I said, just a lot of these guys are very are very inexperienced and 
Um, they just got to get out there and and uh, and uh, like I said, um, get get caught in the speed of the game, make mistakes, learn from them, and and uh, and come together as a team. Coach, you, you talked about uh, some of these players in terms of, of, of what you're looking for on the field. Can you tell us about uh, who some of these high performers are on your team in the community and in the classroom? Well, not to sound cliche, but Brookwood is, you know, Brookwood is uh, is synonymous with with excellence in so many ways. Brookwood is, you know, Brookwood is is like a you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a high school Stanford in some in some ways. We um, our guys take a lot of pride in their academics. They take a lot of pride in the kind of guys they're off the field. Their parents are generally across the board of Brookwood. Our parents have very high expectations for them in all those areas, not just on the football field. Um, and so we've got great parents who have high expectations and um, and who uh, who give them the kind of guidance and everything they need at home. So we got a lot of those guys, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. you know, we had a, uh, you know, two guys that I'll, that two guys that I'll point out that went to the, uh, ideals leadership academy were, uh, were linebacker Anthony Gorney and, uh, and tight end linebacker Ineo Zambino. They both went to the, uh, uh, the leadership academy and both just thrived there, had a great experience. And both of those guys are, um, excellent students and excellent young men excuse me young men of character but uh but we've got so many guys off if i just started if i just started picking random guys i'd be i'd be here all day um but going back to why i love coaching in brookwood is we've just got we've we've got such good guys and it makes it fun to go in every day when um when the guys you coach are uh are you know are are developing in young men of character. They're high academic. They're very well rounded. Um, and they love each other and they're unselfish. And so, you know, it, it's part of a great culture at Brookwood that we, uh, that we take a lot of pride in. Coach, thanks for sharing a little bit about your, about your, uh, individual players, uh, and, and how you all are involved in the community. Uh, let's take a look at your schedule. Are there any games that you, you that are circled, circled or highlighted, uh, for you guys this season? Well, we open up, we, we, uh, you know, there's, there's a few, we, um, you know, I guess I got to start off with the co- co- coaching cliche that we, that we want to take them one at a time, <laughs> of course. Under- um, understood, the, understood. You know, we want to be focused, you know, we want to be present in the moment and not look <laughs> ahead. Um, but having said that, we, uh, you know, we, we are definitely getting our fill of excellent competition, especially on the front end. We played. Our spring scrimmage was against Hoover, Alabama, reigning Alabama State champions. Um, our spring scrimmage will, will be against Mill Creek here in a couple of weeks, and everybody knows, um, you know, how great Mill Creek is mm-hmm. um, year in, year out. And then we open up in the uh, in the Corkell um, against uh, against North Cornet, who's the Georgia State <laughs> reigning state champion. So, um, so no shortage of so, but I think this is so good for us that we get to learn about ourselves. Um, and just, you know, kind of the iron sharpens iron thing is that we get to go play some teams that are, that are sharp and that are very well coached, very physical, um, fundamentally sound. And cause that'll teach us where we're at as a team, mm-hmm. um, early, especially with so many young guys. And so, but, um, 
to play North Gwinnett in the Mercedes-Benz is going to be a big, you know, we're in that prime time slot of 530 in the afternoon, which is exciting. Um, and then, uh, you know, you always got to point out, you know, when, well, one of our goals, we, we set about six goals every year. And uh, one of our goals is always what we call win the battles. And so in game three, we play the Battle of Snellville, which is against uh, South Gwinnett. And in game eight, we play uh, the Battle of Five Forks, which is against Parkview. And as you, as you know, and most Georgia football, high school football fans know, the Brooklyn Parkview rivalry is a real special one. And, um, and, uh, and so we, we always, you know, uh, we always have to calm them down a little bit for that one because that Parkview rivalry is absolutely huge and it always comes down to the, to the bitter end. So, um, so th- those are, those are a couple, you know, that I'm just mentioning off the top of my head. Um, so we're, um, you know, we're obviously focused on the first one first, but, but that, you know, but those, those, those rivalries are special and make, and, you know, and, and, uh, and, and make our tradition unique. Um, uh, so we're excited about that as well. Coach, you talked about coming out of the bitter end, the last two games against your rival Parkview, uh, the last two games were decided by a total of four points. So definitely understand, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> understand yeah. how close that can be. Once again, co- talking uh, to Coach Philip Jones, the head coach at Brookwood High School. Coach, just a few more questions, and I'll let you get out of here. Uh, no problem. Great, greatest memory as a coach, and, and whether it be head coach or, or assistant along the way. What's your, what's been your greatest memory? <laughs> I don't really. Um, there, there's, there's a couple of there's a couple of special ones. Getting the job at Brookwood was uh, was was so special. Um, getting to work with just the, the stuff that really relates to family. Um, um, you know, getting to uh, getting to work with my dad. I got to work with my dad for a total of five years, um, and the kind of impact he had on me to get to to get to you know to work with him and experience a few of those big wins together. Um, and those are just priceless moments that I'll treasure, treasure for a lifetime. Um, this past year, we, we beat Colquitt County, um, in game four on our home field. Um, and just my wife jumping into my arms after that one and giving her a big kiss. And, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, those are, and, and getting to hug all my kids after that. Those are just moments that I'll, that I'll always treasure. Um, so, so those are a few, um, and, uh, you know, we're, you know, we just, it's, it's just really, you know, to be honest, Art, it's more, it's, it's less about the big wins and it's more about the moments you have with the kids that you've invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so there's so many just, you know, you, you develop such, you know, we pride ourselves on relationships and, the, and, you know, you build these relationships with these players and then just to see them develop and to see them, um, you know, to see them um, make a big play or do something special in a game or, you know, work their tail off in a, in a, in a cause for each other and see them come together and do something special together. That's what, that's what's uh, so special as a coach. So, you know, to pick, pick just one moment would be, uh, <laughs> would, would be very hard, but, uh, but that's kind of what we're about. Yeah. Coach, I, I think you kind of alluded to this earlier uh, in our discussion, but in terms of legacy, when, when it's all said and done, when you're done coaching, whether Brookwood or, or uh, uh, years from now, what do you want your legacy to be? Yeah, that's another great. Uh, that's another great question. Um, you know, I uh, I did something a little 
I did something a little atypical for a middle-aged man a couple of Christmases ago, and I went and I went and got a tattoo on my forearm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the word I got on there was is is the Greek word agape. Um, and in the New Testament, um, the Bible alludes to three different types of love. There's there's filia love, which is brotherly love between companions. There is um, there's eros, which is erotic love um, between lovers, and then there is agape, which is which is which is perfect love, and it's the love that um, it's the love that God um, gives to us, which is love that is completely um, it's completely sacrificial, it's completely unconditional, um, and so I put that on my arm, not that. You know, as kind of a daily reminder of of what exactly I want to be about and what I hope my legacy will be is that um, at the end of the day, you know, there'll be there'll be a lot of wins, there'll be a lot of losses, um, and there'll be a lot of great moments, and there'll be a lot of heartbreak along the way. But at the end of the day, I hope I hope my players, coaches that worked under me, I hope they look back and they say, you know, Coach Jones, you know, truly was about, you know. Uh, was was about love, and he was about um, that it was that it was it was about the bigger picture um, than than just the wins and losses. That, that he truly loved us unconditionally, sacrificially, um, and uh, and he was about uh, he he was about pulling us all together. And you, and if you follow on our program a lot, we 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 put family all over everything, mm-hmm. and family sometimes family sometimes is used a little bit trite. Um, but for us, it means forget about me. I love you. Uh, mm. The acronym there, which is, um, you know, about humility and sacrificing for 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 the other, um, for, for for the guy next to you, and um, and I hope, I hope, I hope at the end of at the end of it all, that's what that's what the guys I had the opportunity to to work with and to and to and to coach get will, will say about me. Man, coach, that that what a legacy that would be, and, and it sounds like you're well on your way. Um, coach, I want to end with a light, a light question for you. Uh, if, if somebody's traveling over, over to Brookwood, uh, for, uh, the Parkview game or, or, uh, for the, uh, uh, Meadow Creek game coach, what is the best place to get a pregame meal in Snellville? <laughs> the best place to get a pregame meal in Snellville. Wow. I guess I need to be. I need to be going quickly through my list of boosters and make sure I give them a <laughs> shout out right here. <laughs> um, well, it's in our um, we we provide meals for our for our booster club, um, so that's you know Brookwood's in, in suburbia now, so most mm-hmm. of our most you know most of our we don't have a lot of local mom and pop you know uh, places. Um, one of my family and I's favorite places to go is to the uh, is to the Little Mexico on 124. It's only about a mile and a half from the school, um, and so we uh, it's kind of a little it's you know it's it's uh, it's about as close to a dive as you would find in in a suburban area like ours. But um, we go there all the time as a family and just kind of um, you know it's never never super crowded and and uh, and. My whole family loves Mexican chips and salsa and all that, so we we, we go there a lot. Um, other than that, we got the, the Texas Roadhouse is super popular. It's always crowded. 
um, and they're a huge supporters of our program. So we, we're very thankful to them for that. So um, anyway, so I guess I'll keep it at that for now. <laughs> it's one of those questions I can go on and on about. Fair enough. Well, Coach Jones, I appreciate, appreciate you taking some time uh, this evening to talk a little bit uh Brookwood football, uh, some of the tradition that, that maybe some of the folks, other folks from around the state don't know. I will have to tell you, I was, uh, I was born and raised in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, and even from down there, mm-hmm. uh, moving up here, uh, completely understood or, or was well aware of the rivalry between uh, – uh, Brookwood yeah. and Parkview, so that that yeah. is a rivalry. Yeah. I think that that reaches throughout the southeast. Um, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's going to be featured again this year as one of the Marines' uh, Great American Rotland, uh, Great American Rivalry games, um, and so they're coming up and doing the whole doing the works for us all week and um, competitions all week in the school. And that night it's going to be featured on their social media and all that. It's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun. So. Well, good deal. Coach, once again, thanks for your time this evening. Uh, we wish you the best of luck this season, and uh, we, we hope to talk to you. Hope, hopefully we get a chance to talk to you later on this season. That sounds great. All I right. really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks Coach. sir. Thank you, Coach. Once again, thank you to Coach Philip Jones, the head coach of the Brookwood Broncos over in Snellville, Georgia, in Gwinnett County. Please make sure to visit our sponsor for the Conversations with Coaches segment, YourOrganizeIt.com. YourOrganizeIt.com helps people create order wherever it is lacking in their lives, from simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers. They have a custom solution designed for you. YourOrganizeIt.com. That's Y-O-U-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E-I-T.com. YourOrganizeIt.com, your space, your time, your life. Remember to follow us on Twitter if you're not already. It's at TurdFergusonRPT, T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. And you can also find us online at TurdFerguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. You have been listening to Conversations with Coaches on the Turd Ferguson Report. I'm your host, Art Mosley. Make it a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.